This is KHOL News. I'm Will Walkie. Movies provide us all kinds of escapism and often purposefully place us in circumstances much worse than our own. KHOL film critic Jeff Counts tells us if a new global disaster flick is just the kind of distraction this COVID-weary world needs. It's been 14 years since Gerard Butler yelled, this is Sparta, and cemented his status as an action star and all-around leading man hunk. He's kept very busy since with a mix of rom-coms, heroic everyman thrillers, and, you guessed it, extinction-level event spectacles. Butler is always likable in these roles, and he's much more relatable to the actual everyman who pay to see him than, say, The Rock or Jason Statham. Whether by luck or design, Butler hasn't stayed in any one B-movie lane long enough to have it named for him. I'm looking at you, Liam Neeson. But add a few more end-of-the-world endeavors like Greenland to his list, and he'll get close. I don't see Clark. Oh, maybe he's still sleeping. Dad. <laughs> Some of Clark's larger fragments are now expected to enter our atmosphere. That's right. And now those are just... What are they saying? More of the same. Releasing on most streaming services this month, Greenland is a story of one family's struggle to find shelter from a planet-killing comet. The impending fall of humankind, and every other kind on planet Earth, is not a novel occurrence for moviegoers. I'm not talking about post-apocalyptic films, that's a different topic entirely. I'm talking about apocalypse and progress movies. From 2012 to Armageddon to Deep Impact to The Day After Tomorrow, we've grown accustomed to an almost annual reckoning with forces well beyond our control. How many times have we seen New York leveled by tidal waves, meteors, or monsters? It happens a lot, and we can't get enough of it. This is what a film like Greenland is up against, though and why it's hard to tell a tale that makes an impression in our long and rich cultural experience with the subject. The best thing a new disaster property can hope for, it seems, is that being unmemorable is at least a little better than being forgettable. It's a fine line, and neither side of it is great. Alison! Where is Dad? We'll find him. It's okay. Clark's largest fragment will hit in less than 24 hours. For all its uninspiring ingredients, the recipe of Greenland actually comes together well. It's a solid two-hour immersion into the chaos that would likely attend the end of days. This portrayal works best when it's thinking small. Director Rick Romanois doesn't have a budget to work with, not a big one anyway, but his focus on intimate interactions over garish visuals and complex set pieces doesn't feel like a choice he was forced to make, it feels like one he wants to make. The biggest, most gut-wrenching moments in Greenland happen in confined spaces. It's not actually the comet that makes the trials of Gerard Butler and his family so compelling and so frightening. We've seen a million of those. It's the deadly, desperate menace of the people they encounter along the way. There is plenty of large-scale devastation to witness in this movie, but it's oddly not the point. Human behavior in the face of certain death is what we are watching in Greenland. It's devastation writ small, and it's a shock. If you are hearing this broadcast, seek shelter immediately. What is it? What's going on? John, go! Seek shelter immediately. Seek shelter immediately. Two unfortunate things you can count on with this kind of film are cliches and coincidences. And Greenland has its share of both. Gerard Butler and Marina Baccarin play a couple who are having trouble but you just know this crazy nonsense will bring them back together again. Scott Glenn is the obligatory plucky grandpa who refuses to budge, come what may. Random other bit players say wise, aspirational things that immediately mark them for death and then die. Phones don't work unless the plot needs them to. Distances between places are either incredibly far or incredibly short, again based on need. 
The list goes on, but it doesn't matter much in the end. As an example of uncomplicated entertainment, Greenland succeeds, and being forced to confront the finality of this premise helped me appreciate the hope people are starting to feel right now. It's not a one-to-one comparison, of course. There's no vaccine for a comet. But the frontline workers depicted in Greenland are all very inspiring, just like the ones we see every day. I swear I'm going to get my family into that bunker. I know you will, son. I'm sure it felt like a risk to some to release Greenland now, during the slow-motion disaster we're all living through in real life. I'm glad they did. This isn't high art, not at all, but it is an excellent dose of perspective. Check out 891KHOL.org for more reviews from Jeff Counts, as well as local news and music coverage from around Jackson Hole. And enjoy the rest of your holidays. I want to tell it just like I think.